0: Wow, I was talking to myself this entire time. You're listening to ATL Talks Radio, Atlanta's number one streaming talk radio station. This is the Barrington Report. I am Barrington Martin second, Coming at you live this beautiful, this beautiful, beautiful Thursday evening here in the great city of Atlanta, Georgia. I have a great show for you all today. You can listen to ATL Talks on Apple, Google app, Alexa, Apple CarPlay, and, of course, www.atltalks.com. Also, please log on to uh, iheartradio.com and type in ATL Talks in that search bar, and the station will pop up, and you will be able to listen to my beautiful voice every Thursday at 7. Now, today may be one of my shortest shows, but I feel like it's going to be one of my more impactful shows on the basis that... Um, What I'm going to say today Or what I'm speaking about today Is going to make you think about things And plus I just have a lot of random things to discuss Normally I discuss the news that isn't news And I'm going to give you guys the news that hasn't been news Of course But um, something I want to talk to you about Is that nothing is real in this life anymore Nothing is real And um, when I say this I mean this figuratively, and I mean this literally. Nothing is real. Things are fake. Things are being faked. A lot of your thoughts aren't your thoughts. A lot of your feelings aren't your feelings. And um, a friend of mine's sibling uh, passed along a um, poem he wrote, and his poem wasn't didn't really read like a poem. And I'm not going to uh, read the poem online, but it's a conversation. Um, that I've been having with people all the time about our life and our society and the things that are taking place within our society. And um, it made me or it led me to want to talk about this today because everything is legitimately not what it seems. Everything is fake. Everything around us is fake. Our history, his story, what has been told to us represent history is fake and yes i'm going to get into the news but i want to start off with this because i'm going to share stories with you and these stories are going to basically reaffirm what i'm saying we live in an era where information is spread around at a rapid rapid speed we live in an era where um we are constantly constantly uh shown things we hear things um our synapses are firing at a much rapid pace to the point where they it's not able to catch up with the reality of what we're seeing and when reality of what we're seeing oftentimes contradicts or at times conflicts with what we are to believe and in this era as well so many people believe things but very few people know things right and i say this because right now more than any time ever people need to be skeptical of everything that they hear People need to be skeptical even of everything that they see because the more we are aware of our world, the least we become aware of ourselves. Over the past couple of months, I've been um, slowly waning myself off of Twitter and social media in general. I just don't care about things anymore and I just don't care about what's going on outside of my own bubble because the things within my bubble are the things that I can control. The things that I can do is... Pretty much give you all my perspective Give you all my words Give you all my voice Every Thursday here on ATL Talks Radio On the Barrington Report Outside of that The only time I want to give you my words Are through articles And seldomly I may tweet every now and then But if you follow me on Twitter You see that I'm really not tweeting as much anymore But that's because Everything is legitimately a fraud Everything is a little legitimately a fake When I say this We notice or I have been noticing just from thinking and just from looking at history and just from uh, reading and doing a lot of extensive reading lately that basically everything legitimately everything we've been taught outside of our own family history. And even our family history can be um, totally fake in a lot of respects, but simply simply the things that we learn about ourselves within the world that we exist is such a fraud. Everything is not what it seems, guys. For example, I looked up randomly, just had a random thought. And this is why I know the spirit is real. I'm not saying this on a religious sense. I'm not saying this in a religious way, but simply in a spiritual way. This is how I know the spirit is real. I randomly thought about today and I was like, why is tax day April 15th? The reason I say this is because realistically, you would think that when you have to quote unquote file your taxes, you have to do some do so at the beginning of the. Um, New Year, which was January for us, but it's at April 15th, right? So I did not know that March 1st was the original date specified by Congress in 1913 after the passage of the 16th Amendment. And if you look at the passage of the 16th Amendment, the origin is the origin of the income tax. Um, but before that, in 1918, Congress set the date to March 15th where it remained until the tax overhaul of 1954 when the date was again moved to April 15th. I didn't look up the tax overhaul because I think that that was not meant for me to really read or care about, but I went ahead and looked up the dates and I thought about this because I don't know if you all think about things like this, but I do. And, and this day and age in this world, I don't put it past anyone for the things that we call knowledge, not to be knowledge, but to lead us astray because I really, I really um, believe and I really live under the guise that if you don't know where you are, if you don't know who you are, and if you don't know where you exist, you will never know the truth. and You will never know how things are supposed to be or what things actually are. So, for example, the origin of the income tax on individuals is generally cited as the passage of the 16th Amendment. It was passed by Congress on January 2nd, 1909, and it was ratified. February 3rd, 1913, 1913 wasn't a very important year to the United States. It was a very important year to why we live the lives that we live today. But I'm going to get on that a little bit later. It's, it's history actually goes back. The income tax that is further. Um, during the civil war, Congress passed the revenue act of 1861, which included a tax on personal incomes to help pay war expenses. But the tax was repealed 10 years later. Now, Everyone hails Abraham Lincoln as to be some some hero or some some um, think that he is the greatest president of all time. But people don't know that Abraham Lincoln actually took the United States in his hands during the Civil War. And oftentimes, and I tell people this a lot of times, you hear historically that this Civil War is the war of southern aggression. But if you read the Treaty of Paris of 1787, to which. Thomas Jefferson, Benjamin Franklin and some other founding fathers went to Paris, France, in the year of 1787. I could have that wrong. Excuse me. In which they met up with um, some of King George the third's um, representatives to which King George the signed off on this document that legitimized the United States of America as, as its own country. But what people do not know. And what many historians, like the great Walter Williams, for example, he put me on this and I did my own reading. The Treaty of Paris basically recognized the 13 colonies as their own separate entities. You beautiful people have to realize that the federal government is nothing more than the agent of the states, which means ultimately in the states this in our Constitution, is that when one of the states feel like the United States government's tyrannical or the United States government is not doing its job, it has the... Um, Privilege. It has the privilege. No, excuse me. I take that back. It has the right Has the right to succeed from the union. People fail to realize that the union that is the United States of America is nothing more than an agreement between the states that they will build or create a federal government that serves the interests of the people to which these states are nothing more than its own entity within a larger union. Right. So ultimately that means that when the south decided to secede from the union in spite of slavery of course slavery was a big deal because it had economic implications but when the south decided to secede from the union they had the right to do so but our history books tells us that the south was wrong and that abraham lincoln was this great emancipator of a man when essentially he really wasn't but that just goes to show And a lot of people will listen to this and may not agree with this, but this is real history. If you don't believe me, please look up Walter Williams and look up Walter Williams and his statements on the Treaty of Paris. This man is way older than I. Rest in peace. He passed away, I think, a couple of years ago. But he educated me on this and I did my own research. And that's the thing. We live in a day and age where people takes everyone else's word for things when essentially you have to do the work yourself but the caveat about this is you cannot continue to listen to the popular narratives the popular narratives are nothing more than what the winner states oftentimes the winner aren't the good guys but isn't it very very interesting in our society that the good guys always win? The good guys seem to always win, but we see movies, we see real life happen, actually, forget movies. We see real life happen, and oftentimes, the good guys aren't winning. The bad guys are winning. The bad guys, or I guess if you wanna even go deeper, you can see it that it all depends on perspective. Because even the bad guys feel what they're doing is good and the good guys feel that what they're doing is good. But when it comes to morality and righteousness, we see that a lot of people that are winning in the world right now aren't typically of moral standards or of righteousness. But I digress. So in 1894, Congress enacted a flat rate federal income tax that was ruled unconstitutional the following year by the U.S. Supreme Court because it was a direct tax, not appropriated, according to the population of each state. The 16th Amendment ratified... In 1913, removed by this objection along the federal government to tax the income of individuals without regard to the population of each state. Now, I thought, again, that it was interesting that March 1st was the date specified Congress to file your taxes. Then I thought about this. If you look at the names of our months, right, if you take the prefixes of the name, you put them in order, March would legitimately be. The first month of the year It will go March, April, May, June, July August, September which is 7 October which is 8 November 9, December 10 January And now February And February A day or two Because of the leap year And then when you pair this up to the ways the ancients look at the calendar, it makes sense. It makes sense for February to be the last month of the year. It makes sense to, for March to be the first month of the year, especially when you look at the Zodiac and you understand the Zodiac in respect to... Um, um um the physiognomy uh the physical anatomy of the body because if you look at spirituality you look at esoteric knowledge a lot of the zodiac a lot of the heavens deal with us because as human beings we are the representation of the zodiac we are the representation of the universe and our bodies represent that but I won't get into that because that's 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 too deep that's that's somewhere else and I don't want to go there right now that takes a lot now with understanding that and seeing that wait a minute if we were to put these months in order what else is out of place what else is is can i prove by fact because of course that's alleged but I, I want to use an educated educated guess excuse me and say that that's factual so what else happened in 1913 the federal reserve act the federal reserve that was passed months later at the end of the year december 23rd 1913 before 1913, financial panics were coming occurrences because investors were unsure of the safety of their bank deposits. Private financiers such as J.P. Morgan, who bailed out the government in 1895, often provided lines of credit to provide stability in the financial sector. The 1913 Federal Reserve Act signed into law by President Woodrow Wilson gave the Fed the ability to print money and policy tools to ensure economic stability and Ladies and gentlemen, this is when human beings that lives in the United States of America became slaves. But get this. This is what I read uh, from the National Archives, I believe. The Federal Reserve Act had been in development for years, going back to a November 1910 meeting investment. Going back to a November 1910 meeting, excuse me. Investment banker Paul Warburg, Treasury official Abram Piatt andrew and others on Jekyll Island, Georgia. The then secret meeting was organized by financiers and bankers who recognized the nation's need for a central bank. I mind you, the nation did not need a central bank. These people, these financiers, I just mentioned J.P. Morgan. I just mentioned uh, Mr. Paul Warburg, Warburg decided this and they decided this because what did they do? They put money in the pockets of our politicians, the people who make the rules. Stay with me. This is just in 1913. We are 100, like literally 110 years past this. And the world, in the respect of people doing the necessities they need for their lives and enjoying their lives has changed drastically. But let me finish. The then secret meeting was organized by financiers and bankers who recognized the nation's need for a central bank and wanted to begin the process. But get this, because they did not think the public would welcome a plan crafted in part by bankers, they made the extraordinary efforts to keep the meeting secret using only first names and telling others they were on a duck hunting trip. This is why, people, it is important for you to pick up a book whenever you have a chance and read this book. Make it your summer reading. Please read The Creature from Jekyll Island. The Creature from Jekyll Island, this book, explains this meeting that was had. It explains the people that were there and it explains the roadblocks. Excuse me. It explains the foundation that they put together that created the present-day society that we live in today. And I say this because when you look at what they started and what has been a slow drip process that continues to get worse and worse and worse, excuse me, for the people that live in this country, for the people that live around the world, you will start to see a lot of coincidences don't make sense in respect to being coincidences. You will start to see that a lot of things were meant to happen on purpose. This is why I say everything isn't real. Everything is fake. Everything is false. Everything you think, everything you feel, something has led you to those thoughts. Something has led you to those feelings, especially in the information age. It is best. It is best to question yourself. It is best to challenge yourself. It is best to truly understand and get back to the core of you. That is truly understanding what makes you, what makes you feel, what makes you heal, What makes you think about things? What is deep within your core of being? We must get back to this. I realized that the more I was on social media, the more I was getting away from myself, the more I cared about the outside world, the less care I cared about myself within and. It's easy to lie to yourself. It's easy to say that you're doing the necessary things that you're supposed to be doing for yourself. When everybody around you is telling you you should care about something else that has nothing to do with you. At some point in time, you're going to start believing that even if it's subconsciously and you're going to start subconsciously acting away or feeling away, which then will lead to the conscious. I say this, beautiful people, because the more I turn on social media, the more I turn log on to Twitter and I see how people are easily swayed and easily led to to feel or to be on a side. And I think back, well, damn, I hope these people are as passionate about people in their family. I hope these people are as passionate about helping someone that they can literally touch more so than worrying about the the people that live Across an ocean that they will never see, never feel, never hear, never know about. But they will see pictures on the Internet. They will see tweets from people they trust and automatically think that that is real. What is real is what you can feel. And by what I mean by what you can feel is something that you can see, something that you can impact. It's time for us to get back to basics and worrying about the things that we can change immediately within our lives. Because we have lost sight on what matters and we're getting caught in a, in a whirlwind of nothingness. And by this whirlwind of nothingness, we're not enjoying the little things. We're not enjoying life. We're not enjoying ourselves. We're not enjoying the journey. We're not enjoying each other. Life is immensely short. Life is immensely short, and we're continuously causing ourselves to be outraged by things that won't matter at the end of the day, things that change at the blink of the eye. This is real stuff, ladies and gentlemen. This is real stuff. Algorithms are within every social media uh, platform that is causing you or to create a reality that's not really reality. Algorithms are causing you to feel physiological responses that aren't your natural physiological responses. No human being before our time has ever been hit with so much things at once. Do you guys remember what happened in Maui two weeks ago? Do you guys remember the Chinese spy balloon? How about when people were up in odds about Balenciaga? How about the J6 riots? How about every single story that has hit social media heavy that people have tried to get you to feel something about and at this time or at this juncture with the outrage uh, cycle, people are now trying to get you to pick a side. Do you see what is happening? Do you, do you feel what is happening? Every day now, we hear rumors of war. We hear rumors of all these negative things that are going to happen. We hear rumors that an attack is going to happen here, or this is going to happen there, or if such and such doesn't get elected, or if this bill doesn't pass, your entire life is going to be in duress. Your life is going to be let down. What do you have control over? How many times have they said that something was going to happen that never happened? Remember Y2K? Remember all the times the disasters in our life happened and everyone still woke up the next day and had to go to work and live their happy or unhappy lives? What does that say? If you sit back and you sit around and you continue to wait on disaster and disaster never happens, then disaster will become of your life and you will never ever see it. And this is happening every day. Do you know the most valuable place on earth is? It's not a bank vault. It's not a jewelry vault. It's not a drawer. It's the cemetery. So many people die every day with with the most priceless hopes and dreams and wishes Most of them never got a chance to accomplish or realize their destiny or their true potential simply because they were waiting around for disaster or they were waiting around thinking something bad was going to happen. Do not care about the static. Do not care about the outside noise. The outside noise means nothing. These people, these IT companies, this new AI technology is not meant to help you they want to gain off of you. They want to make money off of you. They want to take away your light. In this world full of darkness, understand that you are the light. You are the light. Your only job is to help to illuminate someone else's who can't see their light or who has a light so dim that they need help being illuminated. And as soon as we walk together within the light or within illumination, only then can we brighten our world and brighten the surroundings that is our world. Until then, this world is full of darkness and all of these people are trying to take your light away. That's the best metaphor I can give you. They always want you to be afraid. They want you to be scared. They want you to be sad. They want you to be angry. They want to control you. But it's time for you to get back the power you've always had that you don't never think you've had. And it's by understanding and realizing that the only person you're responsible for outside of those of you that have children. The only person you are responsible for is the person you see in the mirror. The only person you can change is a person you see in the mirror. The only person you can make better and that you can care about and that caring will actually affect is the person you see in the mirror. Now, I'm going to get off my soapbox. I'm going to get out the pulpit, and now we're going to discuss this news that isn't news. The U.S. GDP grew at a 4.9 annual pace in the third quarter better than expected. The U.S. economy grew at its fastest pace in nearly two years in the third quarter, driven by strong consumer spending and business spending on inventories. Despite high interest rates, the overall outlook for the economy remained strong, with consumer spending raising rising, excuse me, at a rate of 4% and the growth data supporting expectations of elevated rates. While the robust growth pace is unlikely to be sustainable, the strong labor market and slowing inflation are providing underlying support to consumer spending. The issue I have with this is me going to the grocery store every two weeks or every week sometimes mainly, well, let me be honest, probably every other day because I like cooking my food fresh, is that grocery prices are continuing to rise. So I don't understand... Um, first of all, why they say the GDP grew at 4.9%, and I'm saying this because I'm jumping ahead of myself. Why do we um, assess G- the growth of GB- GDP as some type of success marker when we look around? Um, There's so many other indicators that this country is doing poorly. We always tend to look at something like GDP, and this is, this is like what really pisses me off, guys, because you had people... Of the past who were very, very smart people who cared about other people who wanted to put things in place that allow everybody to succeed or everybody to at least live the life that they want to live um, on their own merits. Like you guys really, 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 really need to go back and look at the essays of Henry Ford, all of his essays, even the essays that they deem bad and evil, because Henry Ford understood that he needed to pay his workers a nice wage. He understood that he needed to take care of his workers because he knew that if his workers um, were paid well and were happy, then they would tell someone else to go buy a Ford motor car or they would tell someone else when another person to go work at Ford. See, Henry Ford knew, understood the game. He understood that if he had the possibility to make it to where if a person wanted to work hard, they can work hard. And gain the things they need to gain, then he was a good person to Henry Ford, and Henry Ford was gonna make sure that that person had what they wanted. But now we live in a world where people wanna take, 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 and even if you work hard, even if you are a good person, they want to manipulate you. It's time for us to get back to the basics, ladies and gentlemen. The United States of America is outdated and archaic in the way that our philosophy is as a country, and to be honest, we really don't have an identity anymore. We talk about capitalism. We talk about how this country is the best country on earth. But when you have California being one of the richest places on earth and you have so many states like New York being a place full of wealth and people are living in squalor and people are taking pools on the streets while billionaires um, are able to build million dollar homes left and right. And people don't have the will to live and people don't have the will um to better themselves in the land of the free, in the home of the brave, where if you buy a house straight out cash, you still have to pay income, excuse me, you still have to pay, Um, yes, income tax and property tax. If you don't pay that property tax, um, that house is really isn't yours because it can be taken. It's time for us to redefine what this country really is. It's time for the people to really go back in history and look at what their forefathers and foremothers fought for. They need to understand that back in those days when, at least when history was being told to us, the colonists were taxed, taxed very lightly, but they didn't take it. But yet we are taxed as soon as we get our paychecks. We are taxed as soon as we go buy a good. We are taxed as soon as we go buy groceries. And we sit back and say, I guess that's just life. It's time for a change, ladies and gentlemen. Don't need to, don't mean to, excuse me, go off tangent again. Another story. These nine Democrats voted against resolution back in Israel condemning Hamas. Rashida Tlaib criticized Israel as an apartheid state and called for an end to U.S. funding. This highlights her concerns about Israel's treatment of Palestinians. Cori Bush led a coalition for an immediate ceasefire between Hamas and Israel. Her actions reflect her commitment to de-escalating the the conflict. Delia Ramirez voted against the resolution due to its lack of mention of a two-state solution and collective punishment to Palestinians. This demonstrates her support for a peaceful resolution and justice for Palestinians. And I find this interesting that this article headline basically demonizes these women for voting, or excuse me, for for criticizing Israel when this is the country that has um, made a reputation or created a reputation for itself based on First Amendment practices. Again, I warn you guys again, nothing is real. Everything is fake. Why is it that in the country called the United States of America, You can't criticize this other country of people. Why is that? What is wrong with having a fair criticism towards a country that has nothing to do with the United States of America, but you have an entire political side. You have an entire Republican Party who will trip over themselves to say that these people that we have never met, that our tax dollars go to to say that they are our greatest ally. Let's be real beautiful people. Let me tell you the truth. No country has an ally. Not one country has an ally. Countries only have interests. If a country is doing something overseas, or if a country has something that we can possibly need or possibly work with that's within our interests, we would call them an ally. But again, Americans only read at the eighth grade level, Americans only have. The attention span of a goldfish, Americans really believe that the United States of America will ha- actually has friends. They really believe that a country of people are our friends, knowing damn well if any one of these quote unquote allies of any of these countries that um the media and our politicians say they're our allies, if we you would never let any of these people in your house without being vetted first. You would never, you would never go over there say I'm American, and these people automatically be like, oh yeah, you're automatically our friend. We have to again get back to common sense, ladies and gentlemen. But it's amazing. I I never agree with Rashida Tlaib. I never agree with Corey Bish about basically anything. Don't care to. But they have the right to criticize another country of people. They have the right to criticize a country to where. American tax dollars goes in the billions of dollars. But yet we never talk about why one of these days I have to have, I have to have a show on this one of these days. Moving on more Middle East news. North Korea says Israel bomb Gaza hospital calls U.S. An accomplice. North Korea's foreign ministry accuses Israel of committing a war crime by bombing a hospital in Gaza, claiming it had the support of the United States. The Hamas-run health ministry in Gaza reports that 471 people were killed in the hospital blast, and Palestinians and Arab states attribute the attack to an Israeli airstrike. The United States, however, argues that when the blast the blast was caused by a failed Palestinian rocket, not Israeli action, and that the death toll remains uncertain. Again nothing is real everything is fake what is the truth we don't know we don't know but it seems that our enemy quote-unquote north korea says that our ally quote-unquote israel bombed the gaza hospital but of course when you look at social media the people that are in the pockets of the zionists or the people that the zionists are in the pockets of will always go go hard always go hard for their zionist um for the zionist uh people or whatever. But it's funny because as I stated this before on social media, you have to understand ladies and gentlemen that one of the biggest rules of politics is you never bite the hand that feeds you. And if you look at AIPAC and you look at that that um that the, the non-government organization that are pro-Zionist, you will see they feed a lot of politicians. And because they feed a lot of politicians, your measly vote does not mean anything to them because the money that they get helps them be reelected. Because in our country, incumbents almost never lose unless they are, um, I'm not going to say doing a horrible job, but unless they have some extremely bad... or if they do something extremely idiotic that make that turns people off of them, because this is the thing about Americans and American politics. We like to say that in politics, people need experience. But yet the people who have the most experience are the most disloyal people in the United States government or within the history of United States government. Just because someone has experience in government does not mean they do a good job because the problems have been persisting while they had all the experience. So basically the need for experience within politics has been nothing but a lie and nothing more so than a cope that we tell ourselves that everything will be OK. When essentially the people who we trust, the people, quote unquote, who we vote for and trust, that is all they do is get money from the people who. Um, basically call the shots behind the scenes to remain in office so those people can remain powerful. The, the United States government stopped being of the people legitimately within the Civil War if you go back and look at the history. But again the way history is told, Americans wouldn't understand that. This is why I say if you go back and simply look at the American Revolution or the era before the American Revolution you will understand that what's happening to us now is legitimately happening uh, happened back then. Again, history doesn't repeat itself, ladies and gentlemen. That's a, that's a really archaic, outdated saying. History doesn't repeat itself. Human nature is just finite. If people did it a 1,000 years ago, they'll do it again. The only thing that changes is the technology. The only thing that changes is the era. But human nature is finite. If people can take advantage of other people, people will continuously take advantage of other people. If there is a standard that controls people, i.e. currency, i.e. money, gold, silver, wherever you want to call it, land, People will continuously manipulate it for their best interests, and at the end of the day, people are going to always protect what matters most to them. Moving on, Desantis, Governor Ron DeSantis, is sending some weapons to Israel in a move that could bolster him in the GOP primary. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis has sent drones, weapons and ammunition to Israel in response to Hamas attack, showcasing his support for the Israeli cause. DeSantis used state funds. (laughs) DeSantis used state funds to fly migrants from Texas to Democratic led areas, demonstrating his opposition to the Biden administration. DeSantis also ordered state universities to disband chapters of a pro-Palestinian student group, further emphasizing his stance on the Israeli-Palestinian conflict. Ron DeSantis is also the wonderful governor of Florida, the great hope of people on the right who went to Israel to sign a bill for the state of Florida. Let's let's, let's run that back. Ron DeSantis went to Israel— To sign a bill for the state of Florida. Beautiful people, I don't know what more you need to see. I don't know what else people need to see to realize what's going on in our world. I don't know what more you need to see of how you have to play the game going forward. And by the game, I mean politics. Americans legitimately believe that their measly vote matters. Do you guys really believe that if your vote mattered, if your vote really mattered, would they really allow you to be able to control the power struggles of politics within this country? Really think about that. Really think about that. It's 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 like it's like me and I, and this is gonna step on some toes. This is gonna step on some toes. But I have to say this because I I really need to inject logic into um, um logic, excuse me, into people. That's almost thinking like Bill Gates, uh, 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 Warren Buffett, um, um, what's his name? What's his name? Uh, George Soros, basically all multimillion dollars, billion dollars people. Um, the Rockefellers, the Rothschilds, these people who, who have real wealth, not just regular wealth, real wealth. Do they care? Do they, do they care about morals? Do they care? Do they go to church every Sunday? Do they, do they do they raise their bibles at people do they do they say that God gave them all their wealth do they do they would a would a would a just would a just deity give them so much for doing so wrong and not give you and give you so little for being so righteous why is that does that make sense does that does that does that like does that make you feel a type of way? That these horrible people in the world, these people that you view as horrible, or when we know that these people have done things that are not the most moral, that they're not the most righteous, yet they have so much and they keep, keep, keep gaining so much, yet there's people in the world, righteous people, babies, right now in the Middle East dying, babies, right now in the hood dying, but those baby stories never get told. Babies getting gunned down, just, just from being in the wrong place at the wrong time and being unluckily born to a, to a family or a mother or a father who didn't deserve their preciousness. And yet, they get gunned down with gun violence, or they just get gunned down based off of ignorance, and their stories are never told. Never ever told. But if you go to social media right now, you go to Twitter right now, you see all of these babies in, in the Middle East showing they're getting bombed, and people are using these babies. Um, for their own political gain, for 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 likes, for retweets, for attention. What are we doing? Is that righteousness? Is that just? Is that pious? Think about that. Next story, 2% of kids and 7% of adults have gotten the new COVID shots, U.S. data shows. Only 7% of U.S. adults and 2% of children have received the new COVID-19 vaccines recommended by federal officials, according to a national survey conducted two weeks ago. About 40% of adults do not plan on getting the shot despite the updated recommendations. Look at y'all getting smart on me. Health officials expressed dismay at the low vaccination rates and the lack of public education highlighting the need for increased efforts. I got to repeat that again. The lack of public education highlighting the need for increased efforts. Again, nothing is real. Everything is fake. Public education, a.k.a. propaganda, Public education aka using capital backed science to purport a narrative to change public opinion to which changes public behavior. Understand the game, ladies and gentlemen. understand the fraud being perpetuated upon you. It is vital. it is important. If you have a family, it is vital. It is important. If you are a man, listen to me right now. Damn what society says you're supposed to do. Your North Star should be your father if your father is a good man, if your father is a man. Your North Star should be your grandfather. Your North Star should be a man that you respect because you are the first line of defense against tyranny in this world. And in this society that continuously tries to feminize us or to make us soft and make us appreciate being soft, reject it. Because all of these things happening right now is, is leading up to chaos. And we see it happening in our world. But don't take my world for it. This happened in the 20s, in the 30s, of a place called the Women's Republic. This is a fact. If you don't know what this is, please Google it. History is literally repeating itself. Oh, nope. Let me stop myself. I'm wrong. I'm wrong. History isn't repeating itself. Human behavior, when taken to its deepest levels of depravity, is showcasing itself. When indulgence of freedom without responsibility is showcasing itself. But now, unlike back then, We have the tools to project all of this insanity. We have TV, social media, radio, movies, music, especially music. All of the things that stem from the human spirit, we are ingesting the negatives of that. And this is why art is not being created. This is why um, a lot of music is being bastardized. This is why the spirit is, of the human being, especially in the West, continues to be corrupted. And we are watching the byproducts. I see it daily with the babies. I see it daily with the kids. We don't have the same foundations we used to in this world. Family has been destroyed and they continuously kick the family while it's down. And we see it and it happens daily. So while we continuously point the finger and while we continuously try to state who's going to do something about it, what are you going to do about it? Are you in order? Is your house in order? Are you building with like-minded people? Are you getting yourself in shape mentally, physically, spiritually, and emotionally? Are you doing what's best for you? Are you controlling what is in your control ultimately is what I'm asking. Because that is going to be the most important thing from here on out. Because as I told you, beautiful people, and I can't stress this enough. Nothing is real. Everything is fake. The only thing you know to be real is you, my beautiful people. You listen to ATL Talks Radio. Atlanta's number one streaming talk radio site. You're listening to the Barrington Report. I am Barrington Martin II, and I am always thankful. I am always blessed. I'm always gracious to have the opportunity to come speak with you all every Thursday night at 7 here on ATL Talks Radio, only on Our Heart Radio, especially um, on Twitter. Please, beautiful people, um, bring a friend with you, invite a friend with you to the show. And I know I'm talking like this is a live show, but please 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 um i really want more people to hear what i have to say not to, not to sound um super crazy like i have all these important things to say but it comes from my spirit and i know i'm not saying this for no reason and um It's just important for me to share these things. And I truly, truly, truly appreciate everyone that takes the time out of their busy day, busy lives, busy reality to hear what I have to say. I love you all. And I totally do not take this for granted. I really appreciate every single moment that I have with you all every Thursday here at 7. Now, I want you guys to go and have a wonderful weekend. I want you guys to go love on yourselves and love on your loved ones and do the things that make you happy. And just remember... I want you guys to just be dominant about the things that you can have control over and not care a single, single F about the things that you have no care over because it does not matter. If you master and dominate the things you control, you will master and dominate your reality. And if you master and dominate your reality, only then can you see that you are a lesser deity, you are a lesser God. There is a God above us, there is a supreme being, and they bestowed us with all the power to change our reality and change our world. You are legitimately the main character of your world, which means that you have the power to change anything going on with you. But everything that's not happening to you, everything that's not in your control, do not worry about it. Learn to love yourselves so you can love other people Spread the love, spread the peace, spread the righteousness. I will see you guys next Thursday. Please enjoy your weekend. Please love on yourself and please love on others. I really, really thank you all. I'm really appreciative for everyone that listened to me this beautiful Thursday night in Atlanta, Georgia. I will see you guys next Thursday. Peace.